Welcome to Whole Brain Teaching, the podcast. Join your host, Rhonda Arl and Laura Forehand. We want to help you as teachers reach your full potential by keeping you up to date with all the latest and best Whole Brain Teaching strategies. Whole Brain Teaching is a grassroots educational reform movement founded by Coach Chris Biffle, Jay Vanderfin, and Chris Rexstad. Whole Brain Teaching's goal is to create peaceful classrooms through orderly fun. To support the podcast, please like and share with other teachers. Thank you for listening and enjoy the podcast. And now, here are Laura and Rhonda. And welcome to Whole Brain Teaching the Podcast. I'm Laura Forehand. I am one of your co-hosts, and I'm here with my uh, Whole Brain Teaching best friend. You've heard it before, but it's the same. I'm so grateful to have her on this journey with me. Rhonda, will you want to introduce yourself? Yes. Hello. Thank you, Laura. It's always great to be here. I'm Rhonda Arlt, and just so blessed that we continue this series today. Yes. It's just been so inspiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we are continuing our climbing upward conversation with Coach B about self-care for teachers of beloved rascals. We are hearing so many positive comments about how this is exactly what teachers are needing. We've even discussed the four thought patterns of teachers with beloved rascals, the deep red or dark thoughts, the red thoughts, and green thoughts, which are four steps escaping the beloved rascal mind trap. Today, we welcome you back, Coach, and we look forward to hearing about that four thought, those golden thoughts. I'm delighted to be here, and I just thank you both enormously for this work. Uh, it's uh, an area podcasting is completely new to me, but the problem new to me, <laughs> which is which is helping teachers of beloved rascals, is one we've all been uh, worried about. So, the title of today's podcast is Seven Golden Keys." for unlocking your healing powers. Laura, how wonderful is it that we got seven golden keys and not just one? How are you feeling already, girl? I love to have those tools in my back pocket. So not just one, but seven. That sounds fantastic. All right. So a little review here. We have said that uh, there's four kinds of thoughts that teachers think about beloved rascals. It's also the same four kinds of thoughts that go through our head a lot. A dark red thought, you've had a terrible day with Wild Jack, you got into a fight on the playground and um, threw some food at kids in the uh, cafeteria. And so you're going home and you're thinking, there's nothing I've been able to do that helps this boy. That's a dark red thought about the past. Today was total chaos, dark red thought about the present, and there's no hope for the future. Those are dark red thoughts, Rhonda. Dark red thoughts about the past, about the present, and the whole future. That's about as dark and red as it gets. Talk to me. Yeah, I've had those dark red thoughts before, and I think that's what gets us as teachers down and kind of um, negative about the profession and looking for other avenues. So I appreciate you doing this podcast so we can 
turn that table around so that we can change it up a little bit. Yeah. You know, we could call the dark red thoughts the early retirement thoughts. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Those are the ones that we just think, oh, I'm, how much longer can I do this? So the, the solution to dark red thoughts is based upon a central tenet of one of the most popular and powerful modern therapies. It's called cognitive behavioral therapy developed by a doctor in the 60s, Aaron Beck. And uh, he noticed that his clients often said things that were wacky, mm. like, I am worthless, I'm a complete failure, nobody likes me. And he noted that the problem wasn't with his patients' emotions, the problem was with their cognitive skills. They were just thinking things that were false. Mm. And that idea that a therapy should be based upon telling yourself the truth as opposed to lying to yourself is a root of cognitive behavioral therapy. Laura, mm -hmm. uh, let's set Wild Jack aside for a second. Okay. You have some friends who are telling themselves big lies about themselves. What have you heard in, in your in your experience that are just false. Yeah. So I've heard things like you guys were just talking about, like, I'm just, I'm worthless as a teacher. I cannot reach these students. I've, you know, again, tried everything. I, it just must be time for me to retire. I'm yeah. getting too old for this, you know, all those things. And, and honestly, to be completely honest, I've had those, Dark red thoughts myself. I've, I've told myself those same lies, coach. Indeed. A uh, little bit more on cognitive behavioral therapy. Uh, Rhonda, you're walking down the hallway at school. Someone you know passes you without saying anything to you. Now, you have the automatic thought, they're mad at me. Or you have the automatic thought, I've done something terrible. Those automatic thoughts and cognitive and CBT, uh, those are falsehoods. You could think instead, he's in a hurry. So what we do in this particular approach is figure out what we're telling ourselves that's true and figuring out what we're telling ourselves is false. So Rhonda, Replay this, walking down the hall, someone passes you, what's the lie you could tell yourself and what's the truth? Okay. So I'm walking down the hall and someone doesn't speak to me. I, and I, this is truthfully, I tend to think it's, it's me. What have I done? Yeah. Um, are they mad at me? Did I yeah. do something the other day that they're not happy with? Yeah. But that is the lie. The truth would, could be that they're in a hurry, or maybe they have a bunch of things on their mind, or maybe something is bothering them at home, and they're focused in on that. Yes. Uh, Aaron Beck says, and I'm happy that he points this out, that he's been very influenced by Greek philosophy, and having taught philosophy for 40 years, I like that. He indicates a philosopher by the name of Epictetus, a first century Greek philosopher who's a founder of a philosophical school called Stoicism. And Epictetus' insight is central to modern therapy, and that is 
We can't control the world, but we can control how we think about the world. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what we're doing in this set of podcasts is using this technique to help teachers think through their reaction to beloved rascals. The other piece that we're using comes from C.J. Jung, a associate and eventually a, an opponent of Sigmund Freud. And he stressed the power of the imagination and the ability to construct imaginary scenes and worlds. And his approach called guided imagery is used many times to help people, for example, who are suffering through cancer therapy to go on inner mental journeys that lower their anxiety and also control their pain. So two foundations here, Aaron Beck, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, C.J. Wong, Guided Imagery, let's go. Okay. So uh, we said there's four kinds of thoughts, dark red, we talked about those. Mm -hmm. Red thoughts, that's where you're feeling telling yourself a lie about today, total disaster. There wasn't anything I could do. Uh, this is above my pay grade. But the problem with red thoughts, Laura, as you know, is you start to think about today and you turn it into a dark red thought about the past, present, and future. Yep. We call that the red slide. <laughs> Ever been on the red slide, Laura? <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. I have absolutely been on that slide more times than I like to admit. <laughs> That's right. Uh, what we do here is we look for the lie and we tell ourselves the truth. And we use this image of the wisdom cliff on Alpha Hawk Island. So when you say, I'm a total failure, the wisdom cliff answers, you had a bad 15 minutes today. <laughs> You know, get real. So we use the wisdom cliff to relay to us truths that help us overcome our red and green thoughts. Uh, help us overcome our red and dark red thoughts. Mm -hmm. Last time we talked about our green thoughts, and we proposed, dear Rhonda, that on Alpha Hawk Island, there was a two-tree grove. Mm -hmm. And Rhonda, you could sit in the thorn tree and say, poor me, poor me, poor me. Or you could sit in the blossom tree and say, blessed me, blessed me. So Rhonda, I hate to do this to you, but sit a little bit in the thorn tree. Imagine you've had a tough day with Wild Jack. Do some poor me's. Go ahead. Alrighty. Well, poor me because I cannot get through to this child. Poor me because parents aren't supporting me at home. Poor me. I don't even have the support of my administrator. Poor me. I don't know if this job is the right job for me. That's great. Laura, didn't she do a great job there in the thorn tree? <laughs> she did a great job. <laughs> All right. Laura, you get the happy task. You're sitting in the blossom tree. You can sit in either tree you want, Laura. You're sitting in the blossom tree and you think, blessed me because tough day with Wild Jack, but you don't have to sit in the thorn tree for too long. 
blessed me because go ahead, Laura. Wild okay. Jack. All right. Blessed me because Wild Jack didn't shout out as many times today as he did yesterday. But blessed me because he is improving on his um, reading fluency. Blessed yeah. me because I saw him show kindness on the playground today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we do with our green thoughts. We take Wild Jack and we make kind of a mind movie of it. And we, we play it over and over again. And we see who this boy is at the heart. He's a good kid who needs us, you know, and what else do we want in our teaching career? Coach, before we, oh, sorry, coach, before we go on, I wanted to kind of relay to you how I've been using those green thoughts, that mind movie this week with the, just a brief example. But so I had a um, beloved rascal that left my classroom. It's, it's just kind of not a great situation at home. Um, She moved came back. And I was like, I found out on Friday that she was coming back to my classroom. And I immediately thought about what you said in our, in the, our green thoughts podcast about every child is green at the core. And it's amazing how my perspective of that student has changed. Um, as she walked through the door, I was not dreading it. Um, I was just like, there is goodness in this child. There, there's green at this child's core. And so just working on trying to see that, finding those things rather than finding the negative, I'm really, really looking for those positive things. So I just want to tell you that that's why Rhonda and I talk so much about how valuable these podcasts are, because there are things we can take tomorrow and use in our classroom or we can get on Facebook tomorrow and like, I know Rhonda's all over Facebook answering posts and things like that and helping people, helping teachers with some of these issues with beloved rascals. So that's just a little side tangent to tell you, thank you so much. Um, but it, it truly does work. It truly does work. That's a, it's a beautiful story. And I'm happy to tell you as probably one of the few living representatives of Epictetus. Epictetus would be proud of you. Mm. I give you the Epictetus Award, Laura. You've got a lot of pictures there on your wall. Mm. Uh, you, you win the Epictetus Prize. Good job. Thank you. Uh, Rhonda, can you relate to this shift into green thinking about beloved rascals? Yes, I can. And I know, I mean, definitely I can think of things in the classroom, but since I'm not in the classroom, like I had mentioned before, I think this is something I can apply to my life and keep those, you know, dark red thoughts away and think those, those lies and think those truths instead about just everyday things in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, That's, that's the dream that Mm -hmm. not only can we become better people, uh, for Wild Jack, but it it gives us the right approach to what happens after we leave the school, uh, weekends and everywhere else. So mm-hmm. let's get to the highest kind of thought, which are golden thoughts. Golden thoughts are just uplifting. They're almost magically transformative. And I'm thinking a golden thought right now. I 
spent six weeks in England and Ireland years ago, and all I did every day was, was draw and watercolor. And that's a golden thought. Uh, as I mentioned many times, I worked with Cesar Chavez, and there was a time in the moonlit hills of Tehachapi, California, where he was on a path, and I was walking up to him, and I had a moment with Cesar Chavez. It's a, it's a golden thought. Um, golden thoughts come from anywhere, and we can think of um, at any time, and they are kind of a treasury that we can certainly use to pick up our mood because life is not wild jack. Mm. Uh, we, we are here to help wild jack, but we have other emotional resources. So Laura, give me a couple of as specific as you can golden thoughts that are uplifting. Okay. So as you were talking, I was thinking my goal, one of my golden thoughts is absolutely just spending, um, time with my grandchildren, but not just spending time with them, but actually like um, holding them, holding them close to my heart. There's something about that connection that is so powerful and, and uplifting and magical. I mean, when you said magical, I immediately thought of my grandchildren and just, um, yeah, just holding them and just having the opportunity to love them. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Rhonda? We're going to get you out of that thorn tree. Time to think a golden thought. Go ahead. Well, one of the golden thoughts I think of is of my daughter when she was born. Um, pregnancy wasn't good for me. I had a tough time with my son and I knew she was going to be my last because I just couldn't do it. And I remember holding her on my chest that whole night in bed with me in the hospital, just holding her and loving on her. And I, I think about that often. Just I'm so glad I took that time with her. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, I'm sure envious of those pregnancy baby thoughts. I could <laughs> think about when my girls were envious born. of your travels. My goodness. Right. <laughs> All right. So let's go back to Alpha Hawk Island. <laughs> and we get down out of the blossom tree. And Laura. Yes. In the long grass around the blossom tree. We count seven golden keys. Now, these are not the kind of keys that you use to get into your door these days. Okay. They're those old-fashioned keys that have a, a flange on one end and a metal bar, and then on the other end, a little circle of metal to turn them. So they're the old-fashioned. There are seven golden keys, and what we're going to do is we're going to, first of all, identify the keys and then talk about one in each podcast. Okay. So, Laura, to make things easy for you, and that's the way they should be when we're dealing with Wild Jack, each key has a letter. So there's the A key, the B key, the C key, the D key, the E key, the F key, and the G key. That's seven letters. Okay. A memory device. As you and I know from teaching, and Rhonda knows well, more memory devices, the better. And especially if we're off on Alpha Hawk Island, it's very handy to know that these seven keys correspond to seven letters of the alphabet. Rhonda, explain how excited you're going to be 
to see if Laura oh, no. can remember <laughs> what each of the letters stand for. Rhonda, root her on. I am super excited because this is going to help Laura so much because we're kind of the same age. And so our mind doesn't always think properly sometimes. And this will help us remember what those keys are. All right. You've got this, Laura. Thank you. I think you're just happy it's not you, Rhonda. That's what I think. Yes, yes, All right. So the A key is the Alpha Hawk key. The B key is the Blessing key. And the C key is the caution key. Mm-hmm. Laura, give me the first three golden keys that you find in the long grass there. Okay. So the A key is Alpha Hawk key. Yeah. The B key is blessings, blessing yeah. key. And the third key, the C key is caution. Yes. Okay. Now the D key is the dream key. The E key is the energy key. So give me the first five keys. Good luck. And remember, Rhonda is rooting you on. I know. I can feel her energy. (laughs) All right, go. First five. Okay. A is for Alpha Hawk. Yeah. B is for Blessing. Yeah. C is Caution. Yeah. D is Dream. Mm -hmm. And E is Energy. That's right. The F key, all of these keys are very valuable. The F key is the friend key. Hmm. And the G key, that's the God key. So each of these keys unlocks some of our healing power. Hmm. We're going to see how each key activates a different positive aspect of our mind that we desperately need when we're helping Wild Jack. And also, Rhonda, I'm going to set you free in the world, and you can use any of these seven keys whenever you want to. Christmas special. All right, Laura, seven keys, go. Okay. A, Alpha Hawk. B, Blessing. C, Caution. D, Dream. E, Energy. F, Friend. And G, God. Yes, very good. All right, so... We'll just talk about the Alpha Hawk key today. And Rhonda, when you pick up the Alpha Hawk key Mm -hmm. and hold it in your hand, you think about your Alpha Hawks. And you feel their presence. So Rhonda, tell us a couple of the Alpha Hawks you think about as you hold that heavy Golden Alpha Hawk key in your hand. Go ahead. All right. So um, one of my Alpha Hawks would be my mother. Yes. Um, another one I think of is Mother Teresa. Yeah. Um, and probably a third one that I could think of would be um, my mother-in-law. Okay. She'll be glad to hear that. Yeah. Laura, uh, talk about... Laura, I want you to imagine you're holding that golden Alpha Hawk key in your hand. Okay. Big, large, heavy, golden key. Think about your Alpha Hawks. Go. Okay. So one of my Alpha Hawks that I'm thinking of is my maternal grandmother. Mm-hmm. Another Alpha Hawk would be my eighth grade teacher. And mm. 
I wish I could remember her name, but she had such a huge impact on my life. And then probably my third alpha hawk would be my grandchildren, because I want to be the best teacher I can be for them. There you are. So we have emphasized the Alpha Hawk all through this journey. An Alpha Hawk is someone who lives for others, whether they're famous around the world or famous within our families. They're not role models in the strict sense. A role model in basketball shows you how to play basketball. A role model in computer science like Stephen Jobs gives you some sense of what it means to be a technological success. Alpha Hawks practice life excellence. They're life guides. And to keep it bone simple, instead of 25 different virtues, we think of Alpha Hawks as living for others. So this first key now, remember, up in the blossom tree, you could put on your Alpha Hawk goggles, and this is called Alpha Hawk Island, that Alpha Hawks and living for others are very, very big in our classrooms. When you hold this golden Alpha Hawk key, you can pick any Alpha Hawk who would give you some guidance or some emotional stability or some passion that will help you with Wild Jack. And one of my Alpha Hawks is a, the first professor I met at UC Santa Cruz on the first day that campus was opened in 1965, Harry Berger Jr. I walked into his classroom and he did something no other teacher had ever done and I never saw again. He asked good questions in the right order. So as I think about Wild Jack, I know there's some questions he doesn't want to answer. I know there's some questions he can't answer. But if I thought, what are some questions that he would like to answer? I'd have to think about what he cared about. And it turns out he cares a lot about a game called, video game called Fortnite. So from Alpha Hawks, we get a wedge in the doorway, a way of using their love, their attention, their unique skills. Now, Laura, your mother-in-law is one kind of woman and your mother is another kind of woman. Let's take your mother-in-law. I'm sure she'll be happy. To... What are some characteristics of her that really are uplifting? and might even transfer to helping this new girl in your class. I'm going to pass that to Rhonda, because I think, was it your mother-in-law, Rhonda? Yeah. Yes. Okay, go ahead, Rhonda. I would probably say, I mean, she's having to take care of her husband, so she's thinking, you know, of, you know, of him more than of herself and has missed out on things. And I think if I would apply that, I could think of ways that I could help Wild Jack more than worrying about how I'm feeling about the situation because she's kind of got like this selfless love, you know, because she, she wants to take care of him. She doesn't want to put him in a home and I can kind of apply that to Wild Jack and just take myself out of the component and think about that poor little child. Yeah. Uh, Laura, talk about your eighth grade teacher. Well, 
I just remember her being so encouraging and just, encouraging. yes. And believing that I could do um, even the hard, even the things that I thought were really hard. Mm-hmm. And so that is a great reminder for me that things are going to be hard for wild Jack and for me to be patient yeah. and for me to be encouraging uh, yeah. and, and for me to praise what they can do now yeah. and give them that sense of the power of yet that maybe they can't do it yet, but encourage them to keep trying, keep improving as we talk about in whole brain teaching. Yeah. I'm going to add just a little bit there to our talk with wild Jack. Mm-hmm. We're always going to praise him for growth. Mm-hmm. We're not going to praise him for being good at this or good at that. Because when you say, Jack, you're really good at math, mm. that closes the door to growth. Yeah. But we want Jack to see that what we value is his rising spirit. And we will praise him for his development mm-hmm. as opposed to any of his innate characteristics. And that is a that's a nourishing mm-hmm. atmosphere. So uh Laura, it's up to you. Tell us what the seven golden keys are around the blossom tree. Go ahead. Okay. So the seven golden keys are A for alpha hawk. Key B is blessing. Key C is caution. Key D is dream. Key E, energy. Key F, friend. And key G, God. Very good. And Rhonda emphasized very usefully that this is not just a therapy for helping teachers with beloved rascals. But the beautiful thing is the better you get at helping Wild Jack and maybe even using some of these techniques, it will spill over into other areas of your life. Are you on my channel? Rhonda, what do you say? Absolutely, absolutely, coach. I always am. (laughs) So thank you. All right. So next time what we'll talk about, and these will be nice short podcasts because people are busy. Next time we will review the Alpha Hawk key. Think of an Alpha Hawk and what what unique loving lesson they give you. And then we'll go on to the blessing key. So the next six podcasts are blessing, caution, dream, energy, friends, and God key. And we're just rolling along, having a good time, helping others, which is why we're all in teaching. Yeah, that's why we're here. That's why we do what we do. Coach, thank you so much for joining us today. As always, um, this is just, it's been so much to digest, and I just can't wait to go over my notes and digest it some more. Um, But you are helping so many teachers, as we said, with these conversations, and we hope these conversations will help administrators know how to help their teachers, because I know that's a huge issue in a lot of schools. So in the meantime, we want to encourage you to go to our website, which is wholebrainteaching.com for information about whole brain teaching, and also to check out the whole brain teaching official store on Teachers Pay Teachers for just a myriad of free um, things that Coach has just laid out for us. So thanks for joining us today. Go ahead, Rhonda. Yes, Coach, thank you so much. Um, this is a much needed conversation and we are thankful for um, you joining us on this conversation. 
that I think is going to be much needed for teachers, um, whether they're still in the profession or not, or maybe just starting out or could be veteran teachers. So we're so glad that you were sharing this information with us. Um, We have this on our Facebook groups and Instagram stories. We would like for you to comment um, if you feel like this is helpful, if you have any questions that we can maybe ask coach. So please respond to those Facebook pages and Instagram stories, excuse me. Please continue to share this podcast with teachers in your life and with those administrators. We are incredibly thankful for each of you. You are why we do what we do here on our podcast. Until next time, goodbye. Bye.